episode of Ballers in the Bay. It is week five, the week before most district matchups begin to kick off. We got some exciting games this week. We get to recap a rainy week four. My partner back, BP, how you feeling, man? Feeling good, man. We got a good, nice week. This week going to be very competitive. We got this big um, top 10 matchup here ready to go in this week. That's ready to take off, TJ. Yes, sir. So we'll go ahead and recap with the game of the week from last week. We'll partner win here, but I made a game of the week between Gaither and Sumner. Sumner ended up coming out with the victory, 31-27, an emotional night. Um, We do want to send condolences out to Sumner and Coach Ashwood. Um, those young men played hard. And in spite of all the grief that they were going through, and they ended up getting that W. So congratulations to them. Congratulations. Much respect to you guys, man. Much respect. Much respect. Uh, the Cowboys, Gaither, were led by quarterback Nixon. He ended up throwing three touchdown passes, 261 yards. Uh, the Farrell, the Trail Taylor, and Arango each scored a touchdown through the air. The Trail Taylor Jr. had six six receptions for 160 yards. BP 26 yards of catch out there. Ball, oh, man, the kid is the average is nuts, man. That's 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 crazy for even for a high school kid to be doing that. Yes, that's some little league video game type stuff. Video game numbers, and you know our guy Antonio Henley, nine total tackles, eight solo, five tackles for loss. Monster, monster, dominant perform performance. Two sacks, one forced fumble. Man, dominant. Sophomore, dominant. But they ended up taking the L, man, despite all those big numbers. And the reason why, man, that man Greg Smith is a bad guy. 102 rushing yards, one touchdown. Junior Devin Spencer, 120 yards on eight carries, a touchdown. Jaheim Hudson, a sophomore touchdown. Keani Denny, the senior that's going to Charlotte. I mean, that's committed to Charlotte. He had a touchdown as well. Man, that running game, that rushing game for Sumner looked dangerous. Man, what's going on out there at Sumner is like, man, it's, it's we a lot of people didn't expect it. I know you said earlier before when we first started, it's going to be a surprise team for you. You felt like they had a strong uh, nucleus going on. And for those guys to be undefeated at this point, man. <laughs> I, I didn't imagine this, but they're playing some ball out there, man. Hopefully, they can keep this thing rolling. Yes, sir, man. That's a large school. They got, I think they have the largest population in the county, and they just got athletes for days, man. On the defensive end, you had Alvandre Lewis with 11 total tackles, nine solo, two tackles for loss. Keon Webb, a junior, with five total tackles, three tackles for loss. 
for solo and then Keanu Denny, the senior that plays running back as well as linebacker, has six total tackles, five solo, and two for loss as well. But we'll get back to Sumner, man. They got a big game this week, which we'll get into later on. Uh, our, the next game that we had told everybody to keep an eye on was Alonzo and Sickles. Alonzo ended up beating Sickles 17-14, to 14, getting their first win against Sickles in, I believe, three or four years, man. So... Big win for Alonzo. Alonzo's still undefeated, BP. Yeah, Alonzo, week after week, they just figure out a way to win. They're putting things together in all three phases, uh, special teams, defense, and offense, and they're coming together and doing what the coaches say off the game plan, and they're just stacking Ws, man. Hey, man, that quarterback, our guy, sophomore Terrell Russell Jr., man, he's doing some things out there for Alonzo, along with that running back, Josh Andrews. They got a nice one-two punch in that 2025 class. And then that defense led by Gavin Hughes, they, they got it going right now. It all starts with Terrell, man. Terrell could keep, keep – he don't make any mistakes. And he could keep uh, managing the offense and keeping the team, keeping everything uh, within uh, three to seven, between three to, uh, three points and a touchdown. That kid gives uh, his, his team a chance to win every game. He does, man. That was an explosive offense that Sickles has that they were able to contain. So, congrats to Alonzo. Next uh, game that I thought was going to be really good down there in South South County did not disappoint the rivalry East Bay Riverview. East Bay ended up beating undefeated Riverview 21 and 19. Mm, that was a nice game, huh? Hey, was... You go ahead. My bad, BP. Oh no, it was a nice game. As far as uh, there was both teams played defense, and both teams came out, and they didn't want like so. I think they were there what like twenty minutes of each other, maybe even closer than that. Yes, sir. And those those guys came out there, and they said they wanted to see who was the most dominant team in that area. Yes, sir, man. Defense, uh, both defenses came out to play. You are right. East Bay jumped out to a twenty-one to twelve lead going into the fourth quarter, and were able to withstand and hold on, man. But our guy, Nathan Carter, senior quarterback, linebacker for East Bay, ran for 101 yards on 19 uh, carries and a touchdown. Mr. Snee, his junior compadre, had 82 yards on 14 carries. So, you know, that, that ground game did work. Yes, sir. That's what East Bay is known for. They're going to ground up high and go fly around on defense. And I guess that's what worked for them, for them to move on to the next game. Yes, sir. They did. We had Caleb Jones and Ashton Bailey for East Bay call the fumble each, as well as sophomore DeAnthony Caldwell with two INTs off of Riverview. Yes, sir. And for Riverview, man, Harrison Hensley, man, they need to make sure they keep an eye on senior athlete Harrison Henley, man. He does nothing but just make plays. 65 rushing yards and a touchdown to go with one reception for seven yards. But man, the man makes plays every week. Junior Schultz ended up with 46 rushing yards and a touchdown. And then junior QB Aaron Turner, he might he is able to get it going on the ground as well with 66 yards and a touchdown as well, even though they came up short. Uh Tampa Bay Tech ended up pulling away on Bloomingdale 38-0. I know that's a little bit of a rivalry there for Tech because of how Bloomingdale knocked them out. What was that two years ago? 
Yes, sir. I don't think Tech got that taste out of their mouth yet, man. But they were able to beat Bloomingdale 38-0. Tech is coming out here being dominant. They're going to dominate you in the trenches. going to dominate you with the run game. Uh, man, you know, you have those guys, Ganey and the guys up front, all five offensive linemen moving people around for four quarters. And when the fourth quarter comes to end the game, you know, Ganey busts one and, you know, just – a run after run, and you know, I mean, once you do that, you wear people down, man. The other team just can't, can't have, can't get enough of that. So, like I said, thirty-eight to nothing. That's big time of a Bloomingdale, a good Bloomingdale team. Yes, sir. That Tech rushing attack had two hundred and forty yards with an eight point three yard per carry average. You have one, two, three, four different running backs with averaging over six point yards a carry in this game. We got Rod Ganey with 115 yards and a touchdown on 13 carries with 8.8 .8 yards per carry. Sincere Style, sophomore running back, had one touchdown on 61 yards on five carries. Sophomore running back Tony Marshall had a touchdown with 35 yards on four carries. And then junior QB Jaden Roseberry Ended up getting one rush for six yards. Man, that rushing attack, 240 yards. And then Man. defense. Whoo. They just smothering people. They smothering people on defense. on the rushing <laughs> attack, man. I don't know if these stats are right or not on Max Press, but it said Tech allowed negative 18 rushing yards. Man. So. Anytime you can do that, you can hold a team to nothing and running. And just now, you just pin your ears back and go get the quarterback and then. Once that happens, it's it's good night. It's murder she wrote. Oh my gosh, Corey Lucius, senior linebacker Corey Lucius Jr. came out six total tackles, five solo, three four loss. Junior linebacker Matthew Stahl, three tackles for loss. Jaheen Borden, senior defensive lineman, two tackles for loss. Ed Gwynn, senior linebacker, two tackles for loss. Antonio Kamen. Senior, two tackles for loss. Well, one tackle for loss. Saying like they lived in the backfield, man, which is not surprising with Tech's defensive line. Yes, sir. And then the last, well, we have one more game. Jefferson and Hillsborough. Jefferson ended up losing to Hillsborough 14-0 in an old-school robbery right there, man. That was a pretty good game. I, I expected Hillsborough to come out and, and uh, put some on Jefferson, but you know, anytime that those guys get together, they uh, compete against one another. Any one of those teams could win on a get on a good Friday. So, uh, with that being said, fourteen zero, uh, still an impressive win by Hillsborough. Um, they had a nice defensive tackle. Uh, he's getting a lot of getting his recruitment's blowing up. Big guy, I man. He's like six three, six four, two hundred and eighty pounds. Uh, in the middle of that defense, and that guy is moving people. And so, man, the dominant defense with a nice run game, that's all what the coaches want. Yes, sir, man. You had two really good running backs in this game. Now, Sean Pryor, for a senior running back for Jefferson, ended up with 139 yards on 27 carries. And junior running back Jaquez Gibson of Hillsborough had 217 yards, one touchdown in, on 23 yard, I mean, on 23 carries with a 9.4 yard per carry total. So, man, some really good running backs right there. Sure. Pride, the last game I'm going to touch on from last week, man. I wanted to make this my game of the week because these two teams that normally don't get a lot of attention and they, they happen to be winning. But, man, shout out to Strawberry Crest, man. 
Strawberry Crest with the win over Lato, 43-0, 4-0. I look, this is the best record Strawberry's, the best starting record Strawberry Crest has had in school's history. So congrats to them, man. Stacking those Ws and believing in what the coaches have you guys believe in. Yeah, and trying to get started out 4-0, that's a great start. And, man, hey, proud. Hats off to you guys at 4 North Star. Continue to stack those Ws, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We also want to give a shout-out to Brandon High School as well. They picked up their first win of the season and the first win that they've had. Well, they've had the longest losing streak in the county. They just snapped it, and that stat was brought to you by uh, reporter Bob Putnam. So, you want to make sure y'all some us that. So, shout-out to Brandon, man. Yes, sir. I know it's been a little rough time over there. Congrats to those guys not giving up and fighting through. All right, this week, man, we said we had some games to talk about. Biggest game I think is going to be Armwood versus Jefferson, BP. How you feel about that being our game of the week? Armwood versus Jesuit. I meant Jesuit. Oh, I'm so sorry. You right, man. Armwood versus Jesuit. You think that should be our game of the week? Yes, sir. You got to go Armwood. Anytime you get the two top teams in the state going against each other, Hey, this is my this one. This game right here is going to see in the playoffs, man. Yes, sir. So if you have not heard the breaking news, Jesuit former runner, I mean, defending state champion is now without junior quarterback Luke Knight. He ended up transferring schools due to his father getting a new job relocation. We wish him the best. So, man. This is a big game for Jesuit, man. You got Ornwood coming in. I mean, you you're traveling to Ornwood. Ornwood, nobody's really been talking about them. Everybody's been talking about Tech, Jesuit, Sumner, Wharton, all these other schools. Don't forget about that team over there in Sefner, huh? No, nah, you can't forget about a good Ornwood team, man. The thing with that is, starting with Murdoch, if Murdoch would come out here, he doesn't uh, have any turnovers. And they could rely all on the run with Pringle, a uh, nice sophomore, twenty twenty five running back. This guy's a stud, man. Every week he's he's rushing for almost a hundred yards. Where I will rely more on the run, uh, try to see uh, see what you can establish against a good defense in general. You can establish a run, and you can build off of that. Start play action with uh with uh, Rudolph. I believe Arnold has a good chance of taking this this game this week, especially with them facing uh, Jesuit. With a uh, freshman quarterback, I think Orwell has a good shot at winning at home this week. Oh, man, I think it's going to be a really good game. After seeing Jesuit live when they play Wharton, man, that defense is something else. I think it's the defense in uh, junior Peter Pazinski, I believe. Man, that's a man-child over there. So the first thing, Orwell, if they, they want to knock these boys off, they got to control that line of scrimmage because him and – them defensive tackles, boy, they was getting to it. It wasn't too much, too many holes opening up. But I am interested to see what uh, Jesuit's offense looks like because when they played against Wharton, it was only one or two big explosive plays that really shifted it. But, man, that running back, he's a problem. He is a problem. So I think that Mr. Smith, if they need to rely on him, I think he could carry them to the promised land. So I'm excited to see this, man. Now what's gonna happen is Smith is gonna see a lot of eight nine in the box type situations. Uh, you have a lot of eight guys in the box coming down here as far as stopping the run, um, and they're gonna force the freshman to make plays. Uh, the freshman quarterback he's gonna have to make plays as far as throwing the ball, and if he can't do that, it's gonna be a long night for Jesuit. 
I agree. I do think they're going to stack it and make him throw it. But, boy, them two receivers are dangerous, especially, I think his name, Bowie. I may be mispronouncing it. Number eight. But, boy, look at here. He went right over somebody's head. So, if you, you leave him out on the island, all it takes is one one mistake out there, and it's going to be trouble. So, I think it's going to be a good game because, like you said, I do, I do think that's going to be the strategy. Load the box, make them beat you through the air. Can... Jesuit find a way to do it. Can Arnwood hold it out? Hold it out on that island. We'll see. Yes, yeah, sir. This matchup. Yeah, it really is top five matchup, man. And that may be another playoff matchup we see later on as well. So another game that we thought that could be a potential game of the week is going to be Berkeley Prep going to play Tampa Catholic, man. This is a good rivalry right here. Berkeley Prep, I know, has won at least the last three of them. So Tampa Catholic looking to switch the odds and break that losing streak. How you feel about this game, BP? Yeah, well, it's gonna it's gonna come down gonna come down to the fourth quarter of this game here. I believe Tampa Catholic has enough to stick around against Berkeley Prep. If Tampa Catholic could somehow be able to force turnovers, uh, put Berkeley Prep in a you know long. Uh, Long drives, being but don't break on defense versus Berkeley. I think Temple Catholic may be able to pull out and win this weekend. This is going to be a really good game for people that like to see strong defensive and offensive lines because both teams have really good interior play. They both lost to the same team, Clearwater Central Catholic. So both have the same common opponent right there. Um, I, I'm i leaning towards you, man. I think this might be the year Tampa Catholic snap the streak and get that dub, man. I believe so, man. They have a good chance, man. If they, could, if they can contain the um, the defensive end, you know, chip him, you know, go about him. Uh, they're able to, you know, basically keep him in check, you know, as much as they can. I believe Tampa Catholic has a good opportunity. They have a pretty good offensive tackle as well. That's gonna that's gonna be on Kiwi. So it's a good matchup as far as defense and offensive tackle. So and then you have Lewis and those guys on defense. Uh, Tampa Catholic has some guys that could go. So I look forward to seeing this game here too. But uh, you know, like I said, man, I already told you, I think Tampa Catholic should be able to pull it off this weekend if that is an upset. Hey, the, the matchup that's really gonna be interesting is Tampa Catholic's younger receivers against Berkeley Prep secondary. You have Damian Henderson, a Harvard commit back there roaming around in that secondary. That's a no-fly zone, man. So who can take advantage of the matchups? Mr. Uh, is his name TJ? Uh, what's his young man's last name? TJ Moore is it? Terrence Moore, the receiver for Tampa Catholic, man. I like him. I Big like time player. The guy, Jemiah Rutherford as well, like those junior receivers, man. They're, they're shifty. They're explosive. So, big-time game. Both teams, 2-1. and one. Really good matchup. The game I know I'll be at, and I kind of thought might be the game of the week until that news happened with Luke Knight, is Wharton versus Sumner, man. Undefeated Sumner coming in, oh, taking man. on Wharton. Wharton's offense kind of clicking now. Sumner undefeated, big test right here. A lot of, a lot of people still doubting them. Win this game right here, prove it to the county right here. I believe this is the week that everything cools off in Sumner. Everybody, it was, it was nice and pretty and good, but this week, like you say, not too fast. Sumner has to go down this week. I'm looking for Warren to come out here in a dominant fashion. 
get back to that hard-nosed defense they have, uh, staying long drives, let Stacey Gates do what he do, run that ball. And I look forward to Warden beating Sumner this week. Yes, sir. Warden's coming off a of bye week. And I know the week before they beat Gaither, I believe it's 47 to 6. So, you know, that offense, that defense forced a lot of turnovers. Offense started to fill a groove. Very okay. important, I think, is going to be can Wharton's defensive line contain Greg Smith and that rushing attack. They can contain him. Those linebackers, I know they got a young linebacker named Andre Ellis pretty quick. If they can contain Smith from running, I think it's going to be a long day for Sumner as well. And you know I'm going with the Wildcats, man. Come here, Sumner. Come here, Sumner. <laughs> this is going to happen out there. Ward, man, going to come out there and do their thing this week, man. Now, you know Sumner got them athletes on the outside, so you see some potential one-on-ones for those athletes to make some plays. So I like it. You're going like to need somebody more than an athlete to block that boy book. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, boy pick it. Hey, he is Nobles coming in, in the middle as well. And then what's my other guy? It's another defensive tackle. Um, how am I going blank on your young man name? McCullough. Oh yeah, he's Man, so yeah, man, that, that defensive line, that's a rough one right there for some of the right. We'll see. Uh Gaither versus Tech is another game. Gaither's going to Tech this week, man. Tech undefeated. Gaither. Had a rough two game stretch right here. They lost the last two against uh it wasn't Steinbrenner. Who was the one before Wharton? Uh, I'm drawing a blank. But what what do you think about the Gaither versus Tech game? It'll come to me real soon. Gaither versus Tech, man. Um, I see Gaither at the beginning sticking in, you know, they're gonna play they're gonna play hard and Tech is gonna find a way to win. It's gonna be a situation where Tech's gonna come out there. Like you said, four quarters, you know, we're going to have a nice – there's a chance here, I will say, that uh, Gaither's defensive tackle, uh, Hanley, I believe that's his last name, mm-hmm. he's going to give uh, he's gonna give him a little trouble as far as he's going to be able to come and make some plays. But I think uh, for four quarters, he's going to get worn down by the, by the take offensive line. And it's going to be gaining and them boys and running for touchdowns this week. I look for Tech to have another 150-plus yards rushing against Gaither. Yes, sir. So – I think that Tech's going to overwhelm Gaither. I think Gaither, like you said, they'll, they'll keep it close for a little bit. But, man, that their passing game, unfortunately, that's like Tech's strength as well. That secondary from Tech, you got that ball hawk back there, Norris D. And them linebackers, they're they going to be able to drop into some of them little zones pretty decent. I'm going with Tech as well. The uh, last game we have for this week, well, last game you might want to go check out, we have East Bay versus Jefferson. So East Bay is going to Jefferson. East Bay un- is 3-1, and one, I believe, and Jefferson is 2-2. Two and two. I'm going East Bay, baby. East Bay going to continue to win, continue to bid off that 3-1 and one lead, going to be 4-1 and one by Friday night. Well, you got about. Oh, I'm sorry. East Bay is three and zero. Let me apologize. East Bay. Oh yeah, one zero. Let me correct myself. I apologize to East Bay. So East Bay is three and zero. Jefferson is two and two. Um, I think it'll be a a really good game. You know, both teams like to run the ball, so very physical. And I'm gonna go with East Bay as well, man. I think East East Bay they gonna gonna outlast them. They got some young linebackers that are pretty good. Oh, yeah. What's going to happen is they're going to come out there, like I said, 
They're going to go behind that quarterback. Nice, physical linebacker as well. He's going to be a linebacker on offense coming down here. Those kids are not going to want to tackle that guy for four quarters. Hey. East Bay, downhill, 4 0 after Friday night. Hey, once they run behind big Jalen Key Johnson, man, that is a mammoth of a dude, and he be moving, boy. Sure. Yes, sir. So those are some games you may want to check out this week, some of the biggest games in the county. Uh, we do have, what, Sickles and King play this week as well. So one of those teams will get their first win. That's a game you may be interested in. BP, you know what time it is, man. Let's get them top five, man. It's about time we wrap it up. So we need those top five from you. We got a top five, man. Okay, you got a top five this week. We're going to start at number five this week. And I have Wharton at number five for me. How about yourself, TJ? Okay, yes, sir. I got Wharton at number five as well. Like I said, I knew they would earn their word back up there. And I like I like where they sit right now. I like what they're looking like. And this week coming in at number four, I have Carol Wood Day. Carol Wood Day for me at number four. How about yourself? I have Ornwood making the first appearance in my top five right here. So I got Ornwood at number four for me. I like what Ornwood looked like. Like I said, I seen them play against Lakeland. I like everything I saw, and everything I've seen since then has been consistent with they gonna make some noise again. Okay, for me, I have number three. I have Orangewood at number three this week. How about yourself? At number three for me, I have Carol Wood Day School. Man, like I said, I just like what I see with Carol Wood Day. I like what I see, man. Okay, nothing wrong with that. For me, number two. I have Jesuit dropping out of the spot since uh, he lost Luke Knight. And after that loss, the hard loss out there in my um, down south, I have Jesuit number two. Yes, sir. My number two team is going to be Jesuit as well. I think that that's a tough loss to have and Mr. Knight leaving. But good thing, if there is a bright spot, it's still early in the season. So, you know. They could bounce back from that. And I think both of us got the same number one team. Is that them boys on Orient Road? Yes, sir. Tech, 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 tech. What? Yes, sir. <laughs> got to go with big Tech. I think Tech is the number one team as well, man. They they came out a little slow at the beginning, if you want to say that. But it looked like these last few weeks, they done got it back rolling I don't think nobody really had any questions that anything was going wrong with it. <laughs> Man, check this. Like I, like I said a few weeks ago, good teams figure out a way to win. If you're a bad team and you're struggling, you're, gonna, you're eventually going to lose the game because you struggle so much. Tampa Bay Tech come out there, they they having four or five, they having three or four turnovers, and they come out, they still pulling out bidders. They're coming behind and beating people. They've been winning all kind of ways this season. Hopefully they can continue that going on this week. And I look for Tech to be and stay at number one for us. Yes, sir. You, like you say, winners find a way to win. Losers find a way to lose. But with that being said, man, we want to wish everybody healthy. Good luck tomorrow. BP, you got anything else, sir? Well, I have for you just, hey, continue to do what you're doing. Continue to finish the, uh, the nine weeks out strong. Continue to work on everything. You need to work on the classroom. And for you young bucks, make sure that you – and keep around positive energy, positive energy. You want to be around positive people on a day-to-day -day basis. You never want to be around people who are not trying to go to the place that you're trying to get to. If that doesn't make any sense to it, ask someone that you know me know someone that can help you out. Yes, sir. Before we leave, I almost forgot, man. Shout out to Mike Pennis, man. Mike Pennis in Washington. 
the big upset oh, up there at Michigan State, man. I don't know how it slipped my mind, but yeah, he went up there. He's doing work this year, man. My opinion is always, for some reason, he has a thorn. He's been a thorn in Michigan State, but since he's been in college football, but what he's doing out there in Washington, hey, man, I'm talking about, I don't know too much about the NFL, how the draft goes, but shoot, he's looking like a top 10 quarterback to me. Hey, he leading the nation, and I think they said yards, passes thrown 20 yards or more. I think he's leading the nation with like 9 or 10. So he's he doing his thing, man. Mario got in the end zone last week as well, so shout out to Mario. For yes, sir. For USC, Mark. yes, sir. But I think Mark, that's Mark, all Mark. we got. And guys, continue, man. You never know who's watching you. Continue to build your, uh, build your brand, your brands yourself. NIL, when you come out of school, is very important, man. Yes, sir. It's yes, just sir. enjoy the rest of your night. All right, man. Have a good night. Good luck, Mario, everybody. All right, bye-bye.